Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. God bless you. You know what today is? Bible study with Apostle Dr. Dawn Nickel Manning. I'm so happy that we have this opportunity to share the word of God. And the topic uh, uh, of tonight's study is going to be about deliverance, being delivered from childhood adverse experiences. There is a word for each and every one of us. There is healing. Our God is a healer. He is Jehovah Rophi, our healer. And that doesn't just mean some ailments in our bodies or infirmities or anything of that nature. It simply means that God will heal and deliver us. Out of any and everything, the only thing we have to do is put our trust and our hope in him, knowing that when we ask him to do a new thing in our lives, he will do just that. God is so good. Father, we thank and praise you for all things great and small. We thank you for your love and kindness and your mercy. We thank you, Father God, for being our light, our shield and our butler. Thank you, Father, for being all that and then some in our lives. Now, Father, in this moment and in this time, we ask that you would open up our understanding to receive what you are down for in our hearts, minds, bodies, and souls so that we can be the best possible person that you have designed us to be. We honor you, Father, and we ask that our ear be inclined to your voice, take out any distractions so that we can be focused on what you are saying saying in this moment, in Jesus' name, amen. We thank God for the word of God. The word of God is truly mighty and powerful. As I was saying earlier, I just wanted to open up with the topic, and I just wanted to tell you all the importance of being delivered, being delivered. I am a deliverance minister, meaning that I believe in the power of God to set you free. I believe in the power of God that it has been established to do a new thing in your life. I believe that in, when you, with the power of God, when he, you allow for the power of God to flow through your life, old things are washed away and you become a brand new creature. I believe that when God allows for you to be enlightened and to see that there is a better way that he created life and that he gave his son, his only begotten son, so that you can live life here on earth and live it abundantly. I believe all of that is tied in with being delivered, being delivered and set free from the clutches of the enemies on how he has entangled our mind, our thoughts through experiences. Now, some of us have gone through things in life and we, we try to figure like, why in the world did this happen to me? Or, or, or why did this have to be something that I had to be uh, entangled with? Some of us are born into things, not by uh, choice, but things happen because of uh, the of force, uh, of the force of the situation. And some of us have no control of that. But how many of us know that God is in control? I talked a little bit about this before when people say, well, why is there evil in the land? Why is there things going on in the land that causes destructions and things of that nature? Well, plain and simple. There's sin in the land. And when sin came into the land, corruption came into the land. And then the next thing that happened was the, the choice. God does not force us. So we have choices to make. So we can decide to do what's right or we can decide to do what's wrong. You, you have free will. God does not force us into salvation. It is a free gift. It's freely I give, freely I receive. It's a free gift. If you want it, it's there, but it's not forced upon you. It's, it's not, you know, and, and that's when things become cultish. When you have anybody that says, oh, you got it, you got it, got it. You know what? Men and women of God of the most high, what they do, they share the word. If you receive it, we rejoice with you. And we, we, we honor the fact that now you are becoming a part of the pulp, the fold. But if you should decide that, ah, I don't want to hear it. That's not for me. I'm into something else. We still supposed to love you. 
We're supposed to be nice to you, but at the same time, we're supposed to pray that someone else or you will find an experience to have the opportunity to hear about the gospel again, to hear about salvation again, so that you can open up your heart to receive salvation. But we're not going to hate you, we're going to love on you, right? See, but now you have people out here who are cultish. They control, they're controlling, they're manipulating. And so when you say, oh, I don't believe that, then they start saying things like, oh, well, you're going to burn into hell. Let me tell you something. I don't try to get people to Christ by telling them about hell. Is hell real? You better believe it. And I wouldn't want to have to, to experience it to, 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 to find out that it's real. Hell is real. It's, it, it's there. Hell, you know, why I know hell is real because everything that starts or, or, or everything that's manifested in the natural first starts in the spiritual realm. There are angels, divine angels, you know, there's the Holy Ghost, the spirit of God that hoovers over the land and there's demonic influence and there's demons and minions. Yes. That walk this earth and do things. People do get possessed. Yes. And you don't have to tell me about it. Like I said, I'm a deliverance minister. Grew up in it. Know all about it. Deliverance is real because sometimes people allow for the enemy to come into their lives where they allow for the enemy to control them. And the enemy will get so deeply rooted into their spirit where in at a certain point in time, they want to be delivered, but they don't know what to do. But God is so good that even that little bit, that little bit of desiring to be set free, God will show you where to go. God will draw you in because you know what? He first loved us while we were yet still in our sins. He first loved us. So let's talk about let's talk about how we come into situations in our lives and we talk about, well, why did this happen to me? Why, why is it that, you know, I feel like growing up, maybe my parents weren't there for me or I feel like at a certain time in my life, I was by myself. And when I was by myself, a relative may have done something to me. Maybe I was not talked to um, growing up as a child should have been talked to. Rather, I was forced in being more mature at an age where I was not yet ready to, to be in that development stage of life. Maybe I was forced into doing things. Because my family was known for selling drugs or my family was known for uh, having, you know, children out of wedlock. And don't please don't come twisting all of that out, this and other. I'm just talking about patterns that sometimes cause for family and people to grow up or to develop a culture that pulls down the inertia of an individual becoming all that they can possibly be. No, there's beautiful Jesus born out of wedlock. You know, he well actually she was married to Joseph, but we know that Jesus was born divine. You know, or what have you? So in a sense, you know, thank God for Joseph. He was there. But whatever way you got into this world, just know that you're still a blessing no matter what. You have a purpose. There's a will for your life, that, and the reason why God allowed for you to come into this earth. So we look at how God is moving in our lives and. Or, or we look at what makes, excuse me, before I go to that, we look how the enemy may have stunted us in our thoughts because we feel like something happened in our lives that shouldn't have happened and it caused for us to go astray. It caused for us to become wounded. And I talked about childhood adverse experiences. Childhood adverse experience, abuse, um, negligence, um, Abuse can come in many forms, verbal abuse, physical abuse, uh, um, uh, neglecting, abandoning. All of those things are, are, are forms of abuse. Um, 
And all of these things, it's important that children, we make sure that our children are cultivated and that they are surrounded by positive things. We know that things happen sometimes that are out of our control. But for the most part, good parents try to develop an environment that's going to um, be enhancing to the development and growth of that child. But unfortunately, some of us have experienced things or have been put things have been put on us that has caused trauma in our lives. And that trauma then affects how our perception or our outlook on life is going to be. So you look at yourself and you say, okay, I saw this is traumatic, you know, and I'm, I'm this is based on just studies that I have gone through or having conversations and just looking and observing and analyzing situations where people say, you know, growing up, you know, I, I, I had a parent who was an alcoholic and they used to drink and, you know, they were the happiest person when they were sober. But when they started to drink, it was like they started doing things and it was there was a lot of he hollering and yelling in the house and screaming in the house. OK, and those things started to happen. And what did that do? It caused for a dysfunction. It caused for a dysfunction. Let me tell you something. Every family has some type of dysfunction so on, on the spectrum. Of course, there's the high dysfunctioning families. And then you have families that are on the lower end of the spectrum uh, with being dysfunctional, meaning that, you know, they may have things like where and they're extremely sarcastic. But everybody knows that being sarcastic is something that says, I love you. See, but someone on the outside looking in may say, wow, they really tear one another up. That's the lower spectrum. The higher spectrum is someone who literally has been locked inside of a closet by a loved one, by a guardian, by a parent, not fed, starved. That's extreme dysfunction. So in between from the extreme, just as to give you an example, there are some things that happen in people's lives as a child on that, on that spectrum from high to low that has been presented in such a way that it is dysfunctional. As we become older, as we begin to develop and as we begin to experience relationships with other people, as we begin to look at things, on a, whether it's on a television, a computer, whether we're reading something in a book, there's light bulbs that pick, that click on and say, wait a minute, that wasn't right. That, that, that shouldn't happen to me. And then what happens? From that childhood experience, when you realize that shouldn't happen to me or that cause for me to feel insecure. Or that experience caused for me to feel not worthy. That experience caused for me to feel like I was less than. And that builds up. And that starts to develop in you. So when you come into adulthood and you start to see these things and you relate that these things from my childhood are affecting how I act and behave now as an adult, we can now look for healing. You do not have to allow for your past circumstances that have been dysfunctional, past circumstances that have been adverse, past circumstances that have caused for you to clam up, you can be free of that. I don't know who told you that that has to be something that has to be assigned for you to the rest of your life. That is not so because whom the Savior sets free when you come into the knowledge that I can be free, you are free indeed. See, but the thing is we have to be drawn to the fact that God gives us the ability to be made whole. He wants us to be made whole. Remember when Jesus, uh, they got off the ship and Jesus uh, went and he was around the catacombs. And in the catacombs, there was this man who came 
uh, towards Jesus, and he had a legion. He had a legion of demons uh, 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 that possessed him. But there was something. Remember, I told you before, just a little bit. If you just want a little, like I, I don't feel good. This doesn't feel right. This is causing me to feel clammy. This is causing for me to be dysfunctional. It's causing for me to be a uh, uh, hateful. I don't like this feeling. There's always a part of us. There's something calling out. That's that divine part of us that God has created. Our spirit is always trying to call out, to ask for redemption, to be saved, to be set free. And that's what that man did. Some demons was trying to hold him back. But when Jesus hit the land, he knew, he felt something. And he was like, wait a minute, something in his spirit, and I'm paraphrasing the story, but something in his spirit caught hold to the anointing that Jesus held within himself that he knew that he could be set free. And when he went to Jesus, Jesus laid hands on him. Cast the demons out. The, the demons flew and they went into a, 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 a herd of, a, a, of uh, pigs. And he was released and he was set free. If you want to be set free, God will set you free. If you if you want, if you're that little girl and that little boy and, and somebody tampered with you, molested you or raped you at a young age. And I can, I can tell you, I had the devil look straight in my face and tell me nobody will ever want you because I'm going to mess you up. I had that really spoke in that spirit. It held on to me up until the time I was about 26 years old. And when I realized through the, through the spirit of God, thank God for Oral Roberts University, through that experience of being there, I got my deliverance. Because not only was I instructed through the spirit, I was also instructed through education and was given knowledge to understand physically, mentally, my mind. My soul, my spirit, how it was designed and op- to operate and to function. God created mankind to function with great ability. And when I came into the, to the, into the knowledge that I don't have to be ashamed because somebody inflicted a demonic choice. They too need to be delivered. They too need to be set free. I don't know if somebody was doing something to them. But what they did, it tried to hold me up wherein... I couldn't be able to even speak freely here today to share with someone else so that they too can be set free. See, the enemy knows. The enemy had that young man that was in the catacombs. He had possessed him in such a way because he knew there was potential in his life. Let me tell you something. The enemy does not like humanity. The enemy does not care for us. And he will try to lock us down in our minds and in our spirit. This is why that demonic force of, of not uh, 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 children, when they say, I, I pray over my, my students when I was in the classroom, and I don't like school, I don't like this, that, uh, you don't have to like the system, but love the knowledge. Look for the knowledge. Every subject you may not like, but find that subject that's going to give you knowledge, because see, what knowledge does, it transforms your mind. You open up a book, you read, you do research, you study, you find information. That pertains to your situation. And you know what that does? It's, oh, this is what happened to me. Oh, I, I just, Bloom's taxonomy, Maslow's law, these things. Oh, I, I was neglected. I didn't have food. I wasn't nurturing. This is why I'm dysfunctional. And see, when you know what's wrong with you, then you can go for the cure. See, that's what the problem is with a lot of us. We are, we are not acknowledging what is wrong with us. We too ashamed. I'm talking about deliverance. I'm talking about being set free. We're ashamed. We're embarrassed. 
What that person tried to do to me, they tried to put guilt and shame, control, manipulation on me from the age of eight years old. And they tried to hold me down. Nobody else is going to want you. Nobody else is going to like you. And they tried to control my life. But God had a plan. And God has a plan for each and every one of us. And it doesn't matter what the situation is, what was inflicted upon you, what happened. God will bring you out. Only thing you have to do is call upon. You have to desire it. You have to want it. Let, let me find my scripture. Hold on one second. Let me find my scripture. It says in chapter 5, 1 Peter chapter 5. Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Casting all your care upon him for he careth for you. Casting all your care upon him for he careth for you. Healing starts with understanding that we can cast our cares upon the Lord. You do not have to hold on to those negative experiences. You can let them go. Sometimes we hold on to negative experiences because we use it as a crutch. Oh, I, 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 you know, I, I, you know, I, I don't want to be in a relationship and I don't want to, you know, be with nobody because I don't want nobody to, uh, 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 to be in a relationship and divorce me and leave me with a whole bunch of kids because my mother, my dad did that to my mother. My uncle did that to my aunt. Baby, put that under the blood. That was their life. That was their situation. Your relatives, meaning that you're related. You relate to one another because you were in a communal environment where that's where the people who were around you but family family familiar people you are familiar with that does not set the code for your life i don't care if you live in a in a house and it's full of prostitutes and drug dealers one day when you look at that situation and say i don't want this for your life god will come in like a mighty russian wind he will make a way of escape and show you what to do to set you in a better place and in a better situation if that's what you desire you don't have to hold on to these things. Casting all your care upon him. Your care. Well, the, my, my cares. What, what, I, I, I care what people think about me. I, I care that my family not going to like me or dislike me. I care about the fact that if I become successful, people that, you know, don't, don't want to see me successful, maybe they're going to, you know, come out. I, I, I care about the fact that, you know, I got to look a certain way so I can sound a certain way and be around a certain You care about all this stuff. Cast it upon him because he cares for you. God has the best plan for you. God has the best recipe for your life. His plan is better for you than you can even create for your own self. Cast your cares upon him. Let these things go. Stop allowing for these things to be a crutch in your life where it's causing you to make excuses wherein you can't see the better side of this life, where you can't become all that God is calling you to. What about this? Oh, some preacher. Oh, I don't want to be a preacher. Or I don't want to do that because, you know, people hurt you. Okay. People hurt you everywhere. Church people talk about, oh, I don't go to church no more. Church hurt. Okay. It's hurt. It's hurt. Jim hurt. You ever been to the gym and you trying to work out? You got people sizing you up like you ain't supposed to be. That's that's the gym. That's what I'm supposed to be working out to lose the weight or to get my body in shape. And people looking at that's that's gym hurt. People looking at you like you strength, but you still go bad. Look, let me let me tell. You, there's mall hurt. You ever been to the mall when there's a sale and somebody snatched something out your hand? Mm-hmm. And they say, uh-uh, I had that blouse first. I had that pair of shoes first. That don't stop you from going back to the mall. That's mall hurt, right? That's shopping hurt. It's things that hurt us out here in the world. But we can't hold on to it where if we make it a crutch 
where we exclude ourselves from experiences that will make us better. Somebody hurt you in the church? Because I know a lot of things happen in church. Children got molested in church. Women got raped in church. People have been ostracized in church. Yeah, things have happened. But you have to make sure that you don't allow for that to consume you. And a lot of times when people allow for those adverse experiences to consume them, it's because their focus was on a man or a woman or an experience rather than the focus on being connected to God and knowing God for yourself. I don't let nobody tell me. Look, let me tell you something. There's people out here. Now, I know some of y'all ain't going to like this. It's people out here with tattoos and piercings and this, that, and the other. And, oh, they're not godly, this, that, and the other. Look, let me tell you something. If God is working on them, mind your business. You don't tell nobody what their relationship and how it should be with God. You don't know how God is dealing on a person. The word says to love one another. That's the, the commandment. He said we're supposed to love one another. Not, not pound on one or each other, this, that, and other. And as a person grows in God, and if God says, if God tell them to keep the, the earring in their nose, that's none of your business. If they decide to take it off, that's none of your business. The thing is that is your soul right? Did you, do you understand who God is for yourself? Some people come to me, oh, I, I know we got to fast, but I can't fast because of this, that, and the other. God knows what you're dealing with, but you don't eat 24 hours a day. You can, you can say, Lord, I'm, this time I'm dedicating the, my lunch hour. Instead of always eating at 12 o'clock, I'm going to dedicate myself to you and I'm going to fast and I'm going to pray for an hour every day. That's not for me to look at you and say, oh, I'm better than you because I can fast for eight hours. I can fast from sundown to sunup. No, that's not what we're supposed to do. Everybody's walk is different. We respect everybody's walk. Somebody said to me, uh, a, a young lady, and I love her dearly. I'm not going to throw nobody's name out there. Oh, that person is a pastor. Yeah, they're a pastor. Because they don't look like you and don't sound like you. And maybe they don't ha 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 like you. Or maybe they don't quote the scripture verbatim the way you do. Okay, it doesn't change the fact that that person has dedicated and made a commitment to serve the Most High God and to go forth and preach the gospel. We got to stop causing for adverse experiences to be placed upon other people. Right? We got to understand that we're all going through certain things. We all have challenges. We all have things that we have to work through. And a, and a lot of us are still stuck back in our childhood because something happened. But I'm here to tell you that you can cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you. I'm here to share with you that you do not have to fall prey to the enemy and what he has said to you to make you feel like you're worthless, to make you feel like you're not going to make it, to make you feel like, oh, you can't, you can't be a minister because you have, you got a divorce. You can't be a, 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 a person that's going to be a mentor because you used to be there out in the street. Let me tell you something. When Jesus comes into your life, when he washes you up, when he polishes you, when he takes you out of the muck and the mire. And when he does that new thing in you, he says in his word, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Don't let anybody put you down because of your circumstance, because of how you got into this world, because of things that happened to you. Maybe you had a family that did things that weren't right, that caused for y'all to have a stigma to your family name. Look, you don't have to own that. It says right there in the word, 1 Peter 5. Seven, casting all your care upon him for he careth for you. Get your deliverance. We're going to talk about deliverance. And we're going to talk about those childhood adverse experiences that we need to let go. See, now see, remember what I said? 
when you know what's wrong, now you can work on it. See, it's like people when they go to the doctor, you go to the doctor because you want to say, I got this headache. Where is it coming from? And they do their testing and they run their scan. They do the blood work and they tell you, oh, okay, this is what you're suffering. Now, you know, it's like you could take a breath and say, okay, now that I know, now I need to know what are the remedies? What, are the, what is the treatment? What is my way to being made whole? Same thing with casting your cares upon him. Same thing with deliverance. The first thing is to cast your cares upon him to acknowledge something not right. I, I need help. Let me tell you something. If you want to stop smoking, God will show you what to do. To say, I don't care if it's through a, 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 a patch or he may tell you to go cold turkey. But if you want it, God will show you how to get it. If you want, if you want your mind to be set free, God will show you what to do. He'll tell you what to go. It has to be you sitting on somebody's couch. And I would recommend a Christian therapist, somebody's couch to sit on, to air things out and to let them know, get your healing, get your deliverance. We only come through this world, but one time God has given us life and life is precious. I don't care what has happened to you in the past. I don't care if your mother and father wasn't the richest man or woman on earth. I don't care if you lived in a one fam, a one parent household. You can still live life and live it abundantly through Jesus Christ. Showing you what you can do. You can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. Do not fall prey to the enemy and what he is saying to you. Let's work on these things. Let's talk about these things. So in the next upcoming Bible studies, we will talk about deliverance and true deliverance. Where, and we can really breathe and we can really say, he has made me whole. You ever walk in a room and sometimes I see all these people and you start feeling like you're clamming up? Mm-mm. You know why? Because there's certain insecurities. Somebody said something. Somebody dropped a, a note in your ear to make you feel as if you're not worthy. I, I, I thank God for my father. My father, his roots. Uh, my my grandmother, Grandma Nickel, and my my grandfather. They were both. They both came over here to the United States from Jamaica, and they met one another here. And um, but they were rooted and proud to be Jamaican. And so that pride my father would share with us. And he, he would go places and he some places where it was predominantly white. I just have to say how it was. And, you know, people, you know, they at the time they would stare, you know, my mom and my dad, they had we it was eight of us. You know, we were told to, you know, walk together, be quiet when you're so well behaved. We were well behaved in public because that, that's what we were trained at home to be well behaved in public. And so we would have people that would come out. This is back in the 70s and 80s and people coming out of that, uh, 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 you know, the civil rights uh, moment and people having to clear themselves and all, all of old Jim Crow um, mentality. And let me tell you something that wasn't just in the South. It was up here in the North, too. And they would look at my mother and my father and they would ask foolish questions. Oh, well, how did you come their hair? Or, oh, how do you feed all of them? And my parents being ministers. Always had a kind word, but when we got in the car, we would say, well, well, isn't that food like, oh, we can't have, you know, our hair combed or we can't have on nice clothes and look like what, what do they, who are, who, who do they think we are? And my father used to always tell us anywhere you go on this earth, the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. And because we are heirs to the throne of grace, wherever you go, you walk with your head held high and you walk in the authority of knowing that you are a child of the most high God and you belong, you belong to wherever he addresses you to go.
Don't ever be ashamed. Whatever group, whatever population, this, that, and other. And I'm glad he rooted that into to, to me and shared that with my sibling because I know a lot of people feel uncomfortable when they go into these different environments and, and for whatever reason, if they don't see someone similar to themselves, and I understand it. But for me, my attitude is, no, I'm not going to feel uncomfortable. I'll make you feel uncomfortable because I got a right to be here. I'm sharing that with you to let you know you have a right to be here. You have a right to have the desire to be better. You have the right to have the drive to want to come up by what, whatever mess you feel that you're in. You have a right to that. And don't let anybody ever tell you different. You belong here. God allowed for you to get into this earth. You belong here. Get your deliverance. Allow for God to use you. Allow for God to allow you to speak. If, it's, if he, when you, we look at our hands, we're supposed to command our hands to do what it needs to do. If God has allowed for you to, to build, to be a sculpture, to be an architect, to, to, to be a baker, to be a cook, to, to, to be a scientist, to whatever it is God has called you, put them hands, command them to do what they need to do. And you tell yourself, I have a right to be here. And you have a right to happiness. You have a right to joy. You have a right to peace. You have a right to being made whole. Yes, you do. Come on, let's get delivered. Come on, cast your cares upon him because he cares for you. That's what the Lord gave me to share with you on tonight. We will continue to talk about childhood adverse experiences, how to overcome, how to claim your healing and how to get your deliverance. I pray that the blessing of the Lord will continue to always make you rich, adding no sorrow to it. Rejoice in the Lord. And again, I say rejoice. God bless you until we meet or speak again. Walk with the Lord and he will continue to walk with you. God bless you. Good night.